Hey everyone, welcome back to Forging Heroes. Today I want to be I'm going to be sharing a message, something that inspired me. Uh, I guess I'm kind of recycling information here, but I'm sharing a message that was that I found pretty insightful and inspiring, and it's someone I I really look up to and, and, and admire. Uh, it's a man named Simon Sinek, who I came across his stuff several months ago. But he's an author. He's written several several uh, really really uh, big books. He's also a speaker. He goes around to a lot of to talk, a lot of business conferences. He speaks with a lot of executives, and, and he goes to talk with you know the heads of big corporations and things like that. He also talks to a lot of students and kind of the younger generation. And he just kind of goes around and and he's he's very busy in that. He's also does a lot of interviews online because what I like about his message is that he he understands a lot about principles of leadership and and empathy and understanding human connection. But he not only does he understand it from a very uh, emotional perspective on how what it means to be a human being but he also understands a lot of the science behind it and i don't want to say science in the sense of like he's just trying to quantify who we are as people but he tries to understand or give understanding to why we do things the way we do not just i guess the, what, what he we, he does what he does is he tries to not just share information that is exciting and feels good but that i mean it is that but sometimes that kind of information can get uh when we feel good about a message, we sometimes forget that maybe there's not a lot of truth behind it just because it sounds good or it feels good. And I'm not saying you should only trust facts, but I'm saying for some people, it is difficult to trust uh, someone's you know sayings or teachings based only on a feeling. So he has this really very uh, genuine way of expressing himself, but he also is able to teach a lot of the science about like the chemicals in the brain and how that they, you know, how that affects us in our everyday interactions. And I think for some people that's super impactful and helpful because he's not just saying, Hey, this is my opinion on why we should do things like this. He's saying, here's why it's, it's proven that this is, this is, this action will produce this sort of effect on you and, and your, your mental, yeah, your mental abilities, it'll affect your, your brain structure and the, and the chemical balance in your brain by doing this and it'll have this effect. And so again, what I like is he has this balance between trying to quantify and measure these, these results of, of actions while also having a really personal and genuine message. Anyway, with all that said, as an intro to him, I guess, he's really awesome. I, I recommend you check out his YouTube channel and, and things like that. But I wanted to share a message that really, I think, fits well with, uh, you know, kind of this podcast. And and he was talking about the number one quality in a leader. It was in some interview recently that he had, and it was a little short clip Um of him just speaking about leadership for a second. Now that's kind of a big, one of his big focuses is leadership. And before anyone who's listening thinks, well, I'm not a leader. Hold on. This isn't going to apply to me. I'm not like, I don't like have a, you know, a team of employees that, that follow me around or, or whatever. I don't have, I'm not in, in some important job or position. I'm not in a position of leadership. What I like about way he talks about leadership. Yes. He addresses those, you know, those actual positions that are filled by people, but he also talks about leadership as a, it's just a principle of of being a good person, and he talks about leadership. About leadership is more about being that bigger person, one who he has a really great um, presentation, couple of great presentations on it that he's given. But basically, the idea is that he says that leadership is about looking out for the other guy and not being so selfish all the time. That's what leadership is. It's about looking out for the other guy and treating other people the way we want to be treated, and, and that's that's really what he t talks about in a nutshell. Um, it's super inspiring stuff though. And it, and it makes anybody feel inspired to want to do more. Um, so with that said, this isn't just about, oh, if I'm in a leadership position, this is really anybody who wants to 
have more of an impact and be nicer to those around them and, and be, you know, in some cases it could, you could be in a leadership position and you feel like this is helpful or, you know, that it does apply to you. And some people think I'm not really a leader. Well, he talks about being a leader is more like lead your community into, into change, into doing something better, be an example by being more uh, empathetic and understanding and having more perspective of, of other people's uh, experiences in life. So he talks about what is the most important quality of a leader? And he, and he says like, you know, a lot of people think that, you know, it takes determination, you know, determination or guts or, or it takes being super smart and charismatic and whatever. And he's like, I don't know. I don't think that's the case. He said, I've met a lot of leaders that have, uh, that don't have maybe the traditional sense of, of charisma, like being really good with people and having a, a really vibrant and exciting personality, but yet they're still wonderful leaders. And he said, I've met people that don't have maybe the largest, uh, you know, fountain of knowledge at their disposal, but yet they're still wonderful leaders. He said, in his opinion, and this is something I, I agree with, that the most important quality of a leader, or like we're saying, this person who is just a genuinely good human, you know, human being on the planet, just helping, helping things be better instead of worse, he said the most important quality he believes is courage. And I, and I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Maybe not something I would have, I mean, it's probably something you would expect, but it's his description of courage and why it's so important that is kind of touching to me. And I think it's why it's super important, a, su a super important message to have, especially at the beginning of the week, you know, before you get started in, in all the busy things that are going to happen, just knowing that courage is the most important thing to work on and the most important thing to, to focus on. He, he talked about, Simon talked about courage being a, a tool that helps us go that extra mile and do those things that might have normally scared us, whether it's, you know, going and, uh, you know, applying for some job that we really want, or really taking it a step further to, you know, advance our, our education and our studies, whatever, or, uh, you know, some relationship that we're needing to work on that has some sort of, there's some sort of big step you need to take to, to make it work, or in being brave to do that right thing in being empathetic and, and helpful to somebody else and trying to you know, to help someone else smile and, and help their day be a little bit better. It's that courage to do something that's different, that's against what other people might tell you to do or or what's against the norm. It's the courage to be uniquely you, isn't the part of it? He said, like, the, the world doesn't need just a bunch of, you know, copies of each of, of other people. It needs to have that original flavor of, of each person, that unique personality, that unique those unique gifts that everyone possesses uh, that differentiate them from, from everybody it needs, but it takes courage sometimes to implement those and to be those hundred percent of the time and be that authentic per, you know, version of yourself to be true to who you believe you can be. And so it says just courage, courage, courage. Like that is what you need to, to work on. And it's, and, and, I, and I like that he, he talks about like, and this is obviously kind of more widespread information, but courage doesn't mean you're always fearless. It just means you are, brave and willing to go forward in the face of fear and danger. And yeah, when you feel like you might be embarrassed about something, just go for it anyway. And, and I don't want to like, like I want to like practice what I preach here in the sense that nobody's perfect at this. In fact, courage and having courage and acting with that courage is not one of my strongest points. It's not one of my natural qualities. I'd say maybe it is in some ways, but in this broad sense of courage and being true to myself all the time, or, or being willing to take that extra step to advance my education or, or a job position or relationship. Maybe I'm not always the best at that. And so I don't want this to sound like, yeah, I'm just telling what you do, what, telling you what to do. But if this at any point 
makes you feel kind of excited, kind of how it impacted me when I heard this message, then that's just a good sign that there's there's some truth to it. Because for me, yeah, I've not always been the most courageous and and brave person in the face of, of fear. I've not always, I, I don't, I mean, fear isn't something that we're meant to enjoy, right? And, and I know people talk about, we've talked about this before in the podcast too, and I've heard it said that, you know, fear is just a tool that lets you know you're on the right path. Yeah, that's true. But fear is really a survival tool. It doesn't, and it's about warning us from of danger, but we sometimes get afraid of things that aren't actually dangerous. You know, uh, I was talking to uh, with my brother the other day about, we we're talking about like amusement parks and roller coasters specifically. And, and we were talking about the thrill of a roller coaster and how much we both love just getting on it. But neither of us started out that way. We'd been to lots of music parks as kids and we'd never done anything. And it wasn't until for me, it was an experience where I went with my family and I was like, I'm not getting on any roller coasters today. You know, this was in the parking lot, walking into the entrance. And I tried one that looked okay. And I'm like, fine, just, just the one, just to give it a, sh- a chance. And I was like, okay, I'll get on it. And I got on it and I really liked it. And I was like, okay, that wasn't so bad. I'm like, all right, I'll try a different one. And long story short, I, by the end of the day, I did all the roller coasters in the park and I was just all over. I was super excited. I loved it. It was just super exciting to me. And, and since then I've loved doing roller coasters. And I bring this up because it, it plays into that. I think a healthier way of looking at fear is don't just do something just because you're afraid of it. Like I'm not saying, you know, back down from something, but there's a way of like recognizing fear when you know that it's not, there's a difference between like facing your fears versus doing something stupid. Right. I knew like if I, you know, it was freaky, right? Roller coasters freaked me out and I don't know why, right? Just, they look scary. They seem scary. And so my brain starts telling me, Oh, that's, that's, that's dangerous. But then I examined it and I went, okay, look, so, you know, I think I take a step back. What's going to happen. What's the worst that can happen on the roller coaster. I get a little freaked out. Maybe I black out, I throw up, right? I mean, what's the worst that could happen on a roller coaster. I'm not going to die. I mean, those things like never fall off the tracks, right? Like I'm not going to fall out. They have the straps perfect and, and tested and tight. I'm not going to fall out. I'm not going to, it's not going to blow up. It's not going to, it's whatever. It's, nothing's going to happen to me. I'm not going to be in any physical danger. It might feel a little weird and it might feel a little uncomfortable at first, but I'm, I'm no harm is going to be done. And at the end of it, I will still be alive and in one piece. So if that's the case, then what, what's there to lose? And that's kind of the outlook I had on, on doing something like a roller coaster. It was a it was a protected yet still, I was protected, but I was still brave in, in facing it because it is a little uncomfortable. And, and up to this day, it makes me a little nervous, but I love them. I love that feeling of going, all right, I know I'm going to be fine. And I think that's, that's what facing, that's what a healthy, that's what healthy, you know, a healthy approach to facing fear is. I think in my opinion, I, th- sometimes we get too, too excited about just facing any fear that comes our way that sometimes we, we don't realize that we're doing something that's stupid. I, I don't believe in putting, putting everything on the line just for one chance to show that you're brave. I don't think that's smart or practical. And I think that's something we might, I don't know. It's, it's a message that I find it a lot in, in our kind of modern day society. Like, Oh yeah, face your fears, do everything adventurous and crazy. I, I don't think that's true. But if there's those things where, you know, all right, I think I'm going to be okay. It's not going to kill me. And I'm just going to be brave, whether it's being very friendly, like, uh, you know, being friendly to, to someone, you know, as you're, you know, sitting on the, on a subway or something and, and just have starting a conversation that seems a little uncomfortable, but you're not going to die. Nothing's going to happen to you. Just start a conversation. Or maybe it is about, you know, asking for a raise or something that you feel like you deserve. All right. What's going to happen. They're not going to fire you. Just ask kindly and have a good conversation or yeah, maybe it's 
it's it's signing up for a class that you're like oh, I've, I've really been scared about at, you know taking this class but i want to try it so you do it it's it's those little things that when you know there's no physical danger i'm not going to die but yet this will make me a stronger person that's and that's what he talks about that's what simon's talking about is that healthy approach to fear of just being true to you and, and doing things that you know are going to make you better right because at the end of the day i knew i wanted to try roller coasters going back to that you know, that example I always knew I was missing out on something. I, I knew I would like it. You know those things, right? Where you don't try it and you tell people that you that you don't want to do it, but you know deep down that you kind of want to. That's that's what he's talking about. It's being courageous and brave in those in those situations and and and, and knowing that there will be something good that comes out of it. And you're not gonna die. You're not gonna get hurt. Maybe you're gonna get a little embarrassed for a second. Maybe there'll be a little bit of, you know, discomfort. Maybe there will be uh, yeah, something like that, but it's not going to kill you and it's, and it's not going to last forever. And that's, that's why I think this message was so impactful to me and, and talk, him talking about this, this courage, because like I said, I was not a very brave person as a kid. I was always very shy when talking to people. I wouldn't go out of my way to, to talk to people. I, I didn't, I wasn't a thrill seeker. I didn't do adventurous things that maybe other, my, some other friends were doing. I mean, it took me a long time to try new things like that, trying new foods, whatever it was, like any of those little things. And as a kid, those seem like big monumental uh, like roadblocks that you have to face. And this message of courage has been one that's one I've tried to, to help myself develop because yeah, it, it can be so helpful. And, and you can, if, yeah, if there's one, one quality that anybody should have and work on is it's courage. Cause that, that will take you so far. And so anyway, that was kind of the, the, the gist of his message. And that's something that I totally believe in. And yeah, and as far as the hero's journey goes, you know, and talking about all this stuff of, of being a hero, I think that it really boils down to having courage, having courage to take whatever step uh, you need to, to go forward and, and achieve what you, what you need to. Right. And I mean, that's how every good journey starts, how every good story starts. It's that hero kind of looking at that fear and saying, all right, I'm going to survive this and uh, let's, let's do it. And they take that step forward. It's not about them pretending they have no fear. It's, it's by placing, you know, a higher value on what you want to accomplish and how you want to grow and putting more emphasis on that than about how scary it is. I mean, if you think about any good hero, any empowerful or, you know, any powerful leader or character in a story or a book or any historical figure or person that you know, that has done something impressive and brave and, and great, they probably had this kind of silent but firm courage deep down within them that was that leading them to take those steps that they needed to in order to accomplish whatever it was. So that was that's that's kind of my my thoughts uh, on that. And I hope this is a hopefully this inspires you in some way. It, it definitely helped me out, and I think it's always a good message to have that. You know, it's good to remind yourself of things at the beginning of the week. And uh, so here is to an awesome week. Peace out, guys.